to another episode of Parminio. You've been preparing for weeks, perhaps months, for the interviews for the chief of staff role that you've wanted for quite some time and you've been working on your interview questions, your self-presentation, your appearance, how you're going to come off to the people interviewing you and you've just found out that you did not get the position. Quite disappointed of course, you might feel bad, you might feel anxious, you might feel hurt, have some pain, you might be feeling down and depressed, frustrated, what can I do, what did, what did I do wrong? You want to fix this. What can I do to fix this situation? Is there anything I can do? Or you might be a current chief of staff and you've submitted a proposal in your organization. You just found out it didn't go through. Or perhaps you were working with your partner to expand your role and it, your partner decided not to. Again, you're going to be feeling a loss, a sense of rejection, a sense of, of what, what, what can I do, frustration, pain, might be feeling down and depressed. All of these things are associated with a feeling of rejection or a feeling of loss. What we want to do on this podcast is, first of all, we want to explain the, the science of rejection. What are the neurological and physiological effects? What happens to our body when we experience rejection? Because there are specific things that happen that are triggered that make us feel this way. So if we understand why we feel this way, it should make it easier for us to devise a a plan, a three-step process in this case, where we can kind of reverse course, reverse these impacts, use our experiences in failing and, and being rejected as an opportunity to strengthen ourselves, to become smarter, wiser, and perform better in the future so that we can all achieve our goals and our dreams. And that's what we're all about here on this on this podcast and at Parmenio is joining together to achieve our dreams. So first of all, we're going to go through the neurological and physiological effects on your body associated with rejection. We're going to talk about five specific things. Then secondly, we're going to talk about a three-step process that you can put in place as soon as you experience a rejection to reverse course so that you can drive through the loss and the adversity that you experience again to become a better person, a better professional, so you can perform better in the future and of course then achieve your goals and dreams. All right, so let's get into it. What are the neurological and physiological effects of rejection? So we're gonna talk about five things. Number one, your dopaminergic system is impacted. And this is from research from Helen Fisher. She's a world-renowned anthropologist. And one of the things she says is that the dopamine receptors, the neurons in the dopamine system, become activated when you've experienced a rejection. But what happens is the dopamine receptors never get the reward. And the reward is getting the job. The reward is getting the proposal that you submitted approved, right? And so what happens is the dopamine receptors are left hanging, um, so to speak. And she describes it, it's almost the same exact effect as, as somebody craving a drug, whom somebody might be addicted to a drug will have. So it's a craving. Obviously not a positive thing to experience. Secondly, your norepinephrine, which is an adrenal, will be released. So this is going to cause you to have a higher arousal level, more energy. Can be alert. 
Um, so that's happening. Number three, cortisol is released in your body and that's a stress release hormone. And it's associated with muscle swelling and some physical pain. Um, it can divert blood flow from other areas of your body to your muscles. So for example, blood flow from your digestive tract might be decreased and that can give you um, an inability to eat or nausea. So that's why you might have that kind of empty stomach feeling where you just can't eat when you experience a loss or something bad that happens. So that explains that. Number four, your serotonin can be suppressed. And we all know serotonin is a mood elevator, it helps to make us elevate our mood, feel better, calm us. So if our serotonin is depressed, that could lead us to a bad place, right? We could be down and depressed and not wanting to speak to people through this experience. Number five, your insular cortex can be activated. Insular cortex is an area of the brain associated with pain and hurt, so it, it hurts. It's painful when you experience a, a loss and, and rejection. Um, so those are five things that happen. It leaves us with those feelings of, I, I feel hurt, I feel anxious, I feel aroused, I wanna do something, I'm down and depressed. And rather than doing things that are erratic and irrational such as spending money to feel better, having some drinks, um, perhaps gamble, do some travel, whatever, you're doing things to, to elevate yourself to get out of this bad feeling. What we want to do is go through a three-step process where we can kind of reverse course on what's happening to our body and learn from the experience of the failure of the rejection to use it as a catapult to launch us so that we can become better, wiser, um, and better performers so that we can move forward to achieve our dreams. Just like all people in all walks of life, people who experience failure and use those failures to learn from it and become a better person are more likely to be successful. And that's what we wanna do here. So we're gonna outline a three-step process now that you can put into place um, when you experience rejection, and I would just start on these immediately. Anytime you experience rejection, put this plan into effect. Um, so step one is reframe and reappraise the situation. So we're going to walk through what that looks like. Step two is resist. And when I say resist, I mean resist doing things that are erratic or irrational to feel better. Go out and shop and spend money, things like that. We're going to talk about why resisting is important. And then number three, elevate. Do things to, to recourse your body, elevate it from a hormonal and neurotransmitter standpoint so we can elevate our mood and not fall into uh, feelings of being down and depressed. All right, so let's talk about reframing and reappraisal. What is that about? Well, Delgado did research in 2008 says that you can successfully modulate your reward expectations by reframing and doing reappraisal. That means you won't get that, that sense, as great a sense of loss or rejection or that craving. And reframing means you take the situation and you reframe it. So instead of saying, I failed, I did not get the chief of staff role, you say, I didn't get the role. But if I can learn from this experience, perhaps I can reach out to the interviewers and, and, and get some feedback on where I was performing not as good as I would have liked and where I did perform well, I can use that information 
and use it in a targeted way to work on those specific areas. Perhaps I didn't answer some questions succinctly enough. Perhaps I was weak in answering some specific types of questions. Okay, that's great. Now I can use that to become more effective the next time I interview, right? So reframing um, is a, a step one in the process or for, I might already be a chief of staff. I submitted a proposal in my organization. Um, it didn't get accepted. How can I learn from this so that the next time I'm working on a proposal, it can, I can generate more buy-in. Perhaps I didn't do enough stakeholder. I didn't do enough legwork on the front end to get, to get acceptance in the organization. I can learn from that and I can use that as I'm going forward. So step one, reframe. Step two, resist. And resist means I resist their urge to do something irrational, erratic. That's not healthy. Spending money, going and having some drinks. Research from Aaron in 2005 shows us that if you resist every day, every hour that goes by, the pain of the rejection becomes less. And that makes sense because we all know as time goes by, the intensity of emotional factors, especially when they're negative, tends to become less and less. But if you resist doing something irrational or erratic, give yourself a V. And every time you resist doing something irrational or erratic that's not entirely healthy for you, and you give yourself a V for victory, you start to build up a greater sense of resiliency within yourself and it becomes a part of your character. All right, so reframe, reappraise, resist the urge to do something irrational, and step three, elevate. And elevate means do specific things to elevate your body chemistry, your hormones and neurotransmitters. So what can I do to elevate? I can do exercise, right? Because we know exercise has a lot of positive, both physical and mental health benefits. I know when I exercise, especially if I do high intensity exercise, I know it can release endorphins, which make me feel more relaxed and good. It can increase my HGH in my body, human growth hormone. It can in increase testosterone, BDNF proteins, all kinds of positive things. I can go on a nature walk. I can go on a run on the beach. All positive types of exercise. I can do a gratitude statement. And so uh, when I'm doing gratitude statements, I'm thankful for what I have, right? And it puts me in a better mind state. I can go do um, deep breathing exercises to calm myself and, and, and get myself into a more relaxed, serene state. I can go to a dry sauna and go sit in the dry sauna for a bit and that has many of the same effects of exercise. I can do some fasting and I'm a big proponent. I do a lot of intermittent fasting and when you do fasting, lots of good things happen to your body. It can increase the serotonin so it elevates your mood. It can increase your HGH, human growth hormone. It can increase bodily testosterone. It can increase NGF, nerve growth factor, BDNF proteins. It can accelerate autophagy, which is cellular setting and cellular repair. All positive things. <clears throat> so I'm gonna elevate my mood so I don't fall into a funk, so I don't get depressed and down. All right, so three-step process. I experience a rejection, I reframe it. I resist the urge to do something perhaps that's not so healthy for me, spending money to feel better, going having drinks, whatever. And then I elevate myself with positive things for my, my physical and mental state. Reframe, resist, elevate. 
And what you want to do is, just like anybody who's experienced failure and, and, and had great successes in their, in their career and life, any great athlete has done this, take your experiences of being rejected or failure, reframe them, and then use them as the basis to catapult yourself into the future so that you can experience much greater success happiness in your life and in your career and that's what we're all about here on Parmenio it's coming together as one to achieve our dreams anybody out there interested in uh, training coaching and working with us on a client basis we'd love to hear from you um, please reach out Glenn G-L-E-N-N at Parmenio.co go to our website at Parmenio.co fill out the submission form. We'd love to hear from you, regardless of if we work with you or not. Just meeting people, having good positive conversations is a great experience uh, for us, and I feel for most people that we contact and may or may not work with. So don't hesitate to do that. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Parminio.